This is the TVA Podcast. TVA, Todd Van Allen. He's a comedian. I don't care if you guys don't like that joke. I fucking love it. It's a math joke. <laughs> He's an actor. He drinks Canadian. He's from Portugal. Why is he so Russian suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in love. That you know what it is? It's a wall of awesomeness with the sound of his own voice. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. Double, double, please. You know, like, uh, double, double, please. The TVA Podcast starts now. Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 195 of the TVA Podcast. Great to have you here. We are here uh, below the uh, Crown and Tiger once again, and uh, it's a fantastic place. We have Peter Anthony, very funny man, very funny gentleman, uh, fantastic writer, prolific one might say, and uh, we got Darcy here. Oh, yeah. How are you? Good. Good to be back. Yes. It's been a while. What the hell happened? Um, as you mentioned last yeah. week, uh-huh. uh, it wasn't Halifax. I got that right. wrong. Yes. I remember that. I went to Montreal. Just in case people were tracking, like, you know, where in the world is Darcy Fyander? And, yes, uh, I didn't go to Halifax for an emergency meeting. Was it? I no. went to Montreal. Is that what I said? Yeah. Wow, I must have been hammered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was just a trip to Montreal right. uh, for my sister-in-law's birthday. Well, then it was an emergency meeting. Uh, so, okay. Did you plan that? Uh, no, my wife. Did. Yeah, and you were and, and, and you were saying your internet's broken today. That's the first thing. First thing I said. Hey, Darcy, all right, my internet's broken. It's uh, it's been killing me. Right. I mean, uh, the soapbox segment today. I'm not sure. Like, uh, I haven't been in touch with the news right. really. Right. I just realized today when I was leaving the house. Like, I could actually, you know, go buy a paper or something. Yeah, you, you could. Know? Or even just get like a free metro or something. That would be fine. That would have been good. Yeah. But yeah. instead, I'm just freaking out listening to AM radio right. and and your and your master debating must be way low now. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. I got the one old There's no, VHS tape. no exercise for Darcy at all. <laughs> Can't you go from memory? Out. Trying to get yeah. the tracking to work on my VCR. Like, memory? Oh. No, you got to prime the pump there, Ian. Jesus. We have Ian Atlas across from us. Yeah. <laughs> you go by memory? When I was a kid? Yeah, yeah. you had to. What did you remember when yeah. you were a kid? <laughs> Previous lives. <laughs> when I was a kid, we didn't have these fancy high-speed internet connections. We had to go find a dirty magazine right. amongst our peers and then commit it to memory for when you get home right. later, because nothing worse than... I you See, there's no way I could have done that, because my memory is horrible. Anyone will be able to tell you that, and I'm sure I would have guessed anatomically something completely... Hey, it's, it's the thing that looks like an elephant, right? No, it's not at all. It's... Yeah. Oh, boy. Let's switch yeah. gears. Wow. <laughs> Bring in I'm going guest. home. Fuck you guys. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Well, thank you, Ian. It was a pleasure to have you here. Ian, uh, you've got round uh, three, is it tonight? I think it's round 406 of the Comedy <laughs> Ball. Right? No, no, because you have your preliminaries. Yes. And then... Uh, so this is the full-on Comedy Raw. This is uh, the fourth installment. Am I right? I think it's the fourth. I think so. I think it's the fourth. Who's uh, who's uh, hosting the show tonight? Mr. John Hastings. Oh, that's fantastic. And closing up would be Mr. Uh, Tim Golden. Very nice. Yeah. But that's a solid show. Mm-hmm. You know what makes it more solid? I'm not a part of it. Now, uh, let us bring in uh, our guest, very, very funny gent, as I've said, uh, no stranger to this show. Because uh, we love having you back, Peter Anthony. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm well, yeah. and uh, it's good to be brought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because uh, the last time uh, like, that we ran into each other was at the Mark Maron show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Yucks. that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and uh, I paid my way, so there was no confrontation there. Oh, really? Yes, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. weird. I, I paid I mean, my way. Well, uh, respect for that. Well, yeah. yeah. Whereas I didn't and had a confrontation. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. With Freddie? No. Oh, with no, who? With, with the Mark? big man. Yeah. Oh, no way. With did the he, big man. Did he give you the boot with his size seven or what? No, he just threw a hissy fit. Oh, yeah. To people around me, but not actually at me. Okay. So, <laughs> But he let you stay for the show. Yeah. 
Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just love that he, he, he did everyone around you except you. Yeah. That's the most passive-aggressive chewing out I've ever seen in my life. How unlike him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't awkward for a guest at all, by the way. Did you, did you notice this? Okay, because this is the thing. Mark, uh, Mark Bresnan thinks I have a problem with Yuck Yucks, and I obviously don't because a lot of my friends work there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. As Eddie, uh, he's, he's had some issues with guests that have come on and done this, so I'm sure there will be a letter in your inbox when you go back to head office. Uh, you know, <laughs> attention, Peter Anthony, re that fucking podcast you know right. something like that well i mean possibly yeah yeah i will say this though mm-hmm. okay uh so uh i i it was 1999 to mm-hmm. get in for mm-hmm. uh for the show and so i had uh two and so i handed over two 40s and there you go 39.98 she gives me my two tickets no change no pennies no pennies wow he's getting two cents off of every two ticket wow roll in there's a penny going in for every cash now, does sale. that go right to mark Marin or does that go to the establishment oh, you know where that's going <laughs> you know where that's going that's going right. into a new breslin suit right is where right, that's right. going um so uh, uh you uh you you showed up you said there may be some time conflict i was the one late trying to find one of the 18 headphone jacks that i've apparently bought we're all hooked uh, up though, we're man. all hooked up everyone's got like, headphones this is an amazing setup I and I, I love each each mic has a different colored wind sock, we ma- so we made sure that happened yeah is that yeah. like a world cup theme or what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the flag of south africa as <laughs> yeah. you can see here nice uh we do it every year every time there's a world cup four years we do it for Beautiful. the host nation that's nice. right so nice. that's uh, great. yeah if uh if we ever have to do japan we're screwed because it's just two and we'll have to kill two people it's like a color red it's white. like a color themed podcast yeah yeah <laughs> it's going going that extra mile we do it we do it based on color themes of the 80s <laughs> and uh or or if you look at this actually if it wasn't for the black one this would be like what the inside of absolute comedy looks like oh yeah if we just pastel these up a little bit more yeah, right. um but you uh you said you've you've got a new addition to the family i do uh, yeah yeah that's why i'm i was a little tardy i got a small dog uh, that i that uh, myself and lauren took him my girlfriend and mm-hmm. it's been uh, pretty interesting it's right. the first time i've ever actually had to take care of anything in my life right and uh, that is an eye-opening experience because uh-huh. like, you're like you're like I have to get home, or this thing can't live properly. Right? Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I could have came straight here and let it wallow in its own <laughs> filth in its little box that we keep it in, but that would be considered cruel in some countries. So it's a new it's a new dog. Like this is a puppy. It is small. Got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What kind of what kind of a puppy? It's a, uh, a cross between a long-haired Chihuahua and an apple Chihuahua. So it's a chihuahua. So it's a chihuahua. Yeah. It's just a, it's a hybrid chihuahua. It's a, and when you yeah. make those two, when you breed those two together, suddenly they become eight feet tall. I don't know how. It's that's the right. apple chihuahua. That's, that's where right. Great Danes come from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's it. Getting, yeah. getting in on the Marmaduke franchise early, that's yeah, good. It's, stun, it's been stunning biologists for a decade right. right now. So if it's a puppy, it's about the size of what? A thumb? Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it was uh, easily, would easily fit in the palm of my hand now. It's right. about a hand and a half. Okay. But uh, I was never a small dog person mm-hmm. uh but man she's cool she's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah. was this a rescue or uh no we we were rescuing a few dogs but uh this was just uh a friend of ours had a litter of chihuahuas and, right and you know lauren came home and just like salivating <laughs> yeah <laughs> was she hungry is it a snack yeah dog? i haven't is been, that... <laughs> I haven't been let her, letting her eat and then then uh then i fed her and she said let's get a chihuahua okay good yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and i put her in her cage right yeah. uh, <laughs> She 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 uh, she convinced me to to do it, and I was like, "Let's try it." And okay. so far, so good. Now you say you rescued a lot of dogs. Mm. Is this the only dog that you have right now, or is it like yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. we're done with like uh, there's a, there's a couple uh, agencies that that will take troubled animals or not not necessarily abused, but just um, not good not doing good. And in it's school, usually by that breed. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's usually by breed too. Like it'll be like golden rescue for golden retrievers, or you know. Uh, 
uh, Chihuahua rescue. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's people that are devoted to a certain breed and then people that like that breed but don't necessarily want a dog can sort of house, like, like take a dog in to help it through its It's like problems. a halfway home for dogs. Exactly. Halfway home for troubled dogs. <laughs> yeah, it totally is, man. Yeah. <laughs> Before they're sent back out into the community. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So so we rehabilitated. Uh, uh, there's one particular case that, that we took in was a dog named Sophie who ended up getting a great home out of it and just... Right. We like it's kind of like you know giving a dog a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an after school. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, I pictured like some basset hound that can't make it on the streets <laughs> and just like totally. moping around. Yeah, totally. And then it's basset rescue. And yeah. okay, it's like a dog intervention. Almost. <laughs> like, yeah. Your shitting on the floor has impacted my life negatively in the following right. ways. <laughs> <laughs> I love you very much. <laughs> this is when you hurt me. Remember my shoes I used to own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, admittedly, though, mm. okay, I'm just thinking pragmatically here. If there had been a problem and you couldn't have made it, how much filth is that, is that thing going to be wallowing in? Like, it can't be pooping that yeah, much. Yeah, no, that's, they're tiny. Half shits. of its weight they're, would still be small. Yeah, they're, the shits are the, the size of my baby finger. Right. Yeah, so, and they have a nail on them, which is weird, too. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. They're actually human fingers. And a pinky sure. ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's been eating a lot of Italian men. What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, an engineer. Look at that. <laughs> That's an iron ring stag right there. <laughs> so so this one you're keeping for forever. This is the this is the long haul now. Right. Yeah. Now do you have a do you have a place with stairs? Is that gonna be an I got issue? Uh, no, I'm pretty good because I'm I mean I do have a basement, but I'm on the first floor of a house. Right. So we have uh you know, front porch, um sort of like uh, an entrance way which we share with another tenant and then mm-hmm. Then uh, our apartment, which leads up in the backyard, so it's all good. So, right. Yeah. And the fenced-in backyard, so I don't, like you just open the door and away right. she goes. And in uh, in my building, there's a there's a woman uh, down the hallway. Mm-hmm. I guess my hallway neighbor is that what you call her? Sure. She's not next door. She's like in the same hallway, and she's got this uh, 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 Chihuahua called Peanut. Mm-hmm. And I never thought I would like Chihuahuas. Like whenever, it's like, and you know what did it for me actually? Why I got all the anger up against these things was the stupid Taco Bell commercial. So the dumbest reason to hate a breed yeah, dog. Yeah, it, it but, literally stigmatized and yeah. stereotyped chihuahuas right. to, the, to the nth degree. Yeah. Like, it, it, people always assume yappy, uh-huh. whiny, annoying, jumpy. Right, you know, yeah. which, which, obviously... No, he, he, Peanut's a delight. Yeah. He's he just he, uh, he, he's just like this little ball. I think it's a she, actually. I really haven't checked that. Right, the jump. Anyway, guess, if you do that in front of the neighbor... You're, he's gonna slap you. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's good to ask at that point. Is it a bitch? Is it right? Okay. So, right. and, uh, one of the things that, uh, that he slash she will do is like as soon as she recognizes you, just comes over and squats down. Like gets ready for the pet. Like as ready as like, oh, okay, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is, oh, I know it's coming. Ah, there it is. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes like, when I'm walking by, I can hear her bark like when, uh, when the owner's not there. And I was like, oh, peanut. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's she, just, gonna, she and, likes your scent, Todd Van Allen. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to be bottling that soon. It's like, going to be one of the giveaways we have here on the podcast. Yeah. Smelling of Todd. That's right. Yeah. TVA. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. So. I really didn't see us talking about Chihuahuas today. I really, <laughs> yeah, and I like I like how Read the we, show notes. We sort of opened up with like you were at the Mark Marin show, right. cool, and let's talk. And about now chihuahuas. you got a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of things that were awesome, that Mark Marin show was absolutely fantastic. Like it's, it's, it's I dig him. Have you have you seen him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, at the, I was at the Thursday for the, show for the Thursday show. Yeah. Oh, I guess we were at the no, I was at the Saturday show, yeah. early yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like an hour on my show, which was great. Like, that's the only thing that I was upset about was that because it's the first show, Saturday has to cut it short. 
on that show too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a forty minute set, but mm-hmm. like, but I mean, it was tight as all hell. Oh yeah. Like it yeah. was, it was wall to wall. And the beauty of it is, like, even when you think he's slowing down the pace, he's really just slowing down the pace of that show. Like he's not, mm-hmm. he's not looking for it's. It's still tight. Like he's, he's really, he paces the show beautifully. And mm-hmm. that you know he'll he'll come at you, come at you, and then calm you down a little bit, and mm-hmm. then come at you again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, it was it's wonderful. Like you sort of get a sense of like you know if you if you listen to his podcast a lot, you, know, you sort of feel like you understand the voice a little mm-hmm. bit, and then when you actually see it in show form, it's actually very entertaining. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's one of those guys too. Like I've been following him for a while, and he just uh, he's like he has a he has a true voice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he, it's 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 fun to watch a guy like that. Where you're like, here's a guy, and like you, you see a lot of guys that go, oh, I don't care up there. I'll do anything. I don't give a shit. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a voice or have anything to say. It just means right. that they don't give a crap what they yeah. say. But he gives a crap what he mm-hmm. says. He's like, I know where I stand on pretty much everything. Right. And he's like, I've thought this through. Probably he spends a lot of time, like conceivably by himself, thinking about mm-hmm. these things. <laughs> so it's nice to, it's refreshing to watch a guy like that who yeah. puts that much heart and energy and emotion into his opinions, you know? I would say he spends a ridiculously amount. Uh, large amount of time. Yeah, you know, like, and I, I get that sense. Like, like when you when you hear that, you know that's been written and that's yeah, been written and written and written. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's succinct and it's like it's very uh, the bits that he does are those type of bits like where. He, I, I would I would imagine that they're the type of bits that he doesn't mind doing time and time. Mm-hmm. Again. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they're so sweet. Right. Like, like they're. Well, did he do the joke when you guys were there about uh, his magic trick about uh, spending three hours trying to escape his own head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. But I can't take it on the road because I never get out. Yeah, it's, right. It's a, it's a per, it's yeah, perfect, it's, right? Uh-huh. That's just so, like, encapsulates him beautifully. Yeah. Well, yeah. They haven't read his book, The Jerusalem Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Get it. Right. Oh, really? Like, uh, yeah, I haven't. Like, uh... As soon as the podcast is over, go. <laughs> you have homework no, people, tonight, no, Todd. People, people have stopped listening and are going now. Like yeah. it's, this is, uh, They left at the Chihuahua. They did. They said, oh, it's going to be a dog show. <laughs> yeah. If he talks about soccer. Oh, my God. The, um, uh, the, the, the other thing I liked about it is like bringing back his podcast into it. Like There are times when he's doing sort of like the, the prologue and the epilogue uh, where he's talking about topics that are are, are on his mind mm-hmm. and so there's a few of those that i've listened to and those suddenly it was it was interesting watching those become bits on stage mm-hmm. where he's he's had this idea where he's just kind of hashing around and he's really just hashing around to himself in a microphone sure yeah. and then and then suddenly boom you've got this well scripted it's it's like when like we were talking about this last week with judy croon that when you see a comic trying something out that tanks on stage and then you see him five months later and that bit yeah. is tight and killer and it's just it's it's great watching that growth yeah, and those yeah. are the best bits. Those are the ones that the ones you work for because you you actually have an have a, an idea or something you want to express right before the comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I first started, it was always like uh, something that I I found funny, be it an observation or whatever. Right. And then there was really no meat to anything I was mm-hmm. saying. But then all of a sudden you become older and start thinking about what it is you're actually doing, and then uh-huh. and then usually the opinion comes first, and then yeah. you, you find the jokes to. To come around it, you know what I mean? Oh, that happens on every stage in Toronto. Where, <laughs> where you'll see some guy go up there and, 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 and say what he thinks is, is the funny in it, and no one laughs. And he goes, so that's just an idea then, is it? Okay. Right. All right. right. So I, this, need, I need to actually do some work. This needs some writing. Yeah. I need it, to do work to do this? Come on, guys. Yeah. A little bit. Nothing. That or beer. That's usually their thing. They decide they have to do work, or I can just drink. <laughs> does, he, does he still... You, you listen to his podcast. Does he still talk about his... His suicide, not attempt, but, but, uh, he, he, he came to a, uh, realization that he wanted to kill himself. And then he spent a day, like he knew he was going to kill himself the following night. Right. 
so the next day of his life, knowing that he was gonna die, right? He said he lived that day, and he said it was the greatest day of his life. Uh-huh. And then he decided not to kill himself right. that night. Does does he still talk about that? At I all? haven't heard that one. He, yeah, me either. I remember. I, I can't remember which episode it was, but he made reference to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and certainly there were, and, and it was he he referenced it in, in in the fact that it was. It was a moment of clarity that he had is like, you know, we could do that. And, and I think he was also talking about his depression and go, I recognize right. I'm depressed. That's right. totally cool. And you just step around it. He was treating it like, uh, like in a beautiful mind where he finally realizes, Hey, they never age. These are the, right, right, these right, are the, right, right. these are the guys I'm stuck with for the rest of my awareness, life. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm still looking for my awareness. I, uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. That's... <laughs> well, did you guys just listen the to the Mencia? Cloudy mess. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. The did Mencia you guys listen pair. to the Mencia episodes of the podcast? He just did them. No. He did like two back to back. Like he interviewed Carlos Mencia about like, Look, these you are one of the most reviled people in our yeah. industry. Oh, right. Yeah. What's going on with that? And uh-huh. they did the first interview and it was kind of Carlos kind of dodged it. He he, he rationalized. He went in it. Very, very prepared and he knew how to like rationalize his position and everything else and then Mark brings him back for another episode, gets two guys to contradict like half his stories and then brings Carlos back in. Oh my god. And my favorite moment of that second one, right before he cuz he has like the little musical segments, right before he brings Carlos in the second time, he plays Rollins Band's liar. Right. Wow. <laughs> so a full-on confrontation. Right. But yes. it wasn't like a big screaming match. It was like, look, no. I talked to these two guys. Um, they've been there for your stories. They say this is what actually happened. What's going on? Right. right, right and they right. actually fleshed it out, and like, Carlos kind of caved in on himself on the last one, and it was kind of cool yeah. to watch. Go, go okay. check it out. I, uh, see, I, have, I have them in the, uh, in the queue. And I've been saving those because certainly when, when Marin came to town and mm-hmm. you're in the company of comics, that's the thing. Have you heard that? Have you listened to it? Have right. you heard the Carlos yeah, Mencia yeah. thing? And like, I'm like, I know it's in the queue. And this is a sort of thing. Like, I wasn't even worried about spoiler alerts because I knew something was going to happen. As soon as I saw they were queued up and there were two back to back, I was like, Oh, here comes Carlos again. Some shit is up. And, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward and I, you know, like I was saying, like I listen to these sometimes when I'm working, kind of having it in the yeah. background. These ones, uh, there's a few podcasts I say for dedicated attention. Dedicated, like, like car listening. Like, like yeah, car yeah. listening or I'm on the streetcar or, sure. you know, I'm just drifting off to work or I'm going to the car for the 85th time today to, uh, you know, pick up a jack of some sort. Those are the times, the quiet yeah. moments. Yeah. That, and, uh, cool. fun. I love this podcast that we actually steer people to other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't listen to this shit. Yeah. By all means, go and, and listen to my I, one thing I wanted to bring up about him too is that one of the terms I hate most in stand-up comedy is when people are described as a comics comic, right? Mm-hmm. And like Mark Maron, like they they say he's a comics comic, and they would say that about like Bill Andy Hicks Kingler. or Doug Stanhope, right. or all these. And then I'm like, wait a minute, those are just really good comics. Yeah, those are really good ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm always like, yeah. why not just say they're really great right. comics? You, why do you have to say comics comic? Like, look at a guy like Brian Regan, a great comic who doesn't have a following, right. or enough of a following, because well, Hicks yeah. never did until he died. And right. Yeah, is that is that what that means? Generally, then? yeah. Comic? Like, is it, he's a really great comic that nobody knows about, but we well, call him a comics comic. It legitimizes his lack of following. Well, then we have like 2,000 comics comics in Canada because right. no one's fucking heard of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're all comics comics up here. So. Right. Yeah. It was Weird. like uh, what last night they had the uh, Winnipeg Comedy Festival uh, on, and Derek Edwards is on, mm-hmm. and uh, and Shama Jumder. Mm-hmm. And I was I was looking, look, there are two top comics right there that need recognition. And I'm sure like half the people in Canada have never heard of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Possibly Sean. Well, because Sean, because from like he, 22 minutes, 20, like all the YTV stuff, right. at least he has had he's, some He's got some exposure. sort of thing. He did 24 for crying out loud. Yeah. Which isn't a bad show, I'm told. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, but I'm with you on the comics comic thing mm. because it you're right it does it, it's like if you're talking to someone who doesn't who isn't a stand up right. and you go it's a comics com- uh, oh well then I won't understand it because now the thing is just like inside industry jokes and stuff like that it's like, yeah if it was no. a guy like who did specific jokes about stand up comedy right. he would be a comics <laughs> right. comic you know what I mean like kind of like 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 if you look at <laughs> if you look at Andy Kindler. Yeah, right, right now, like industry, like, that yeah, is yeah, purely yeah. Then absolutely, of course, like that's. A, but outside of that, he's still a fantastic. Yeah, comic. he still does comedy. You know? He does it really well. So why not just give him his due? Brian Regan, right, fills places like mm-hmm. just get, kills places. And you talk to any comic, and they'll say who's one of the best comics out there, Brian Regan. So yeah. you can't say he's a comics comic because he has a huge following. Like right. there's a reason he sells out places. Right. It's just a terrible label. I never understood it. Like right. a musician's musician. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, I'm still hearing it. Well, is he right. good or bad? A lot I, of it just comes out of laziness. It's like it's oh, not like he's I edgy. It's yeah, like, I don't understand what note he just hit. Only a musician right. would understand that. Right. Like, the notes no, he's not playing. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the jokes he's not telling. Right, right. Though I, though I will say this: the Amnesiac album from Radiohead. There might be something there. Yeah, it's no OK Computer, but That's I just, still I still find it enjoyable. Well, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that Chihuahua again. No, um, she loves Radiohead. Yeah, does she? Oh, no wonder you love her. <laughs> does she? Does she whimper the uh, Iron Lung theme? Is that <laughs> I um, uh, speaking of Andy Kindler because this is coming out, I think tonight um, as we record this, or maybe it was last night and I missed it. Uh, last Comic Standing is coming back. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, people talking about this. He's and, one of the judges, and he's one mm-hmm. of the judges. And uh, I was listening. They, they actually had him on um, uh, Jimmy Pardo's podcast, uh, another podcast people can listen to when they're tired uh, yes. of this one. There right. we go. Uh, Anybody else we should plug here while we're at this? Well, uh, you know, it'll cost him 20 bones to listen to Jimmy. This one comes for free. You get what you pay for, folks. Now, um, uh, Kindler, in doing like this, this state of the industry address that he does every year in Montreal, uh, where he, for the listener who doesn't know, he just basically picks apart whatever happened in comedy that year. Mm-hmm. And just roasts it, sends it up, and 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 does some wonderful stuff. I mean, he basically calls the bullshit of the industry that it is. Right. As such, he hasn't been getting as much work as probably he is warranted. Really? Uh, it's, that's like it's really seriously impacted his work. He, he feels it. Is. He feel he feels it has. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But the weird thing is, it's not public. Like, it's not a public event. You right. have to be a member of the industry to get in there. They yep. don't record it. It's not available for public consumption. None nope. of that stuff. Yep. But he'll rip guys like Sandler. He'll rip Last Comic Standing. He's mm-hmm. annihilated Last Comic Standing so many right. times. Like uh-huh. He just tears all these things wow. apart. He'll go after guys like Russell Peters and Jeff Dunham and mm-hmm. like whatever he feels is not right in various I formats. think he even like goes after like bookers and rooms and stuff. Right. Oh, exactly. yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll go, after, he'll, he'll go after Just for Laughs, the people who are putting him up at the festival. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> See you next year, assholes. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. But uh, I... What's your take on having him as a host? I think it's going to be fantastic, and that actually might get me watching well, that all show again. Is, right now. It strikes me as hypocritical if he, <laughs> if he was going off about how terrible right. the show is, and then they're like, "Hey, do you want to host?" Fuck yeah! Yeah. Like, well, I, well, he's he's not the, like Craig Robinson's the host, but he's judging. He's with judging. Craig Giraldo right. and uh, oh, I love Giraldo yeah. and yeah. Natasha Legero. 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 Yeah. I, I always see her name, but I've never actually heard right. Of her. But <laughs> it's pronounced Smith. Oh, yeah. um, I'm being racist again. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah. But how, you. how's he? Yeah, how's he going to get around that? Like if he's been dumping on that show. Well, it's now, it's so been he's... known, and I think I think he can use this as an opportunity to actually bring that up to the level that he would want. And he's he said that he's not going to be. Uh, the only reason he got into it and uh, that he was pr- uh, approached for it is that he knows the producer very well. Right. And she actually came to him and said, we want you on. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be a put them in a house or, 
uh, do these challenges is going to be all about the craft of stand-up, and he's not going to... So is uh, it different producers now for this season? I like? think so, possibly. I think so. And uh, the, the the other thing that he's he's doing is he's not going to be like that Simon Cowell. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be that guy. He's mm-hmm. he's going to be that's Geraldo's job. He's, he's going to, yeah. He's going to be yeah. he's going to be the constructive guy. And as you would that's, imagine, that's cool for someone to come in and do that. I was like, okay. But I was like, he was like, he's been shitting on this for so long. Nice. Let's go see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and if he can, if he can change into a more legitimate show, mm-hmm. like awesome. You know right. what I mean? Because it was, you know, they were doing stuff on that show that I th- I found to be embarrassing for standups mm-hmm. and like the heckling gauntlet and all this kind of stuff. Right. Apparently that's or just gone ant. away. That's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. That's that's all completely the challenges, the the hosts, all that stuff. Right. Like yeah. Like, and the other thing that bugs me about that show is the illusion that they that they you know had <laughs> had fair at had, all. Yeah, yeah. Had lineups and <laughs> yeah. people standing. You know, one thing they could do is just go. We scoured the country mm-hmm. for for some new up and coming talent. Right. And these are the people that we've decided that were worthy of being on the show. If they just right. said that off the top, like, and it's like, blah, blah, blah from Washington or whatever. Right. Instead of going like showing all this s- s- typical kind of footage of a reality show where there's people standing outside on sidewalks who have, we all know. Yeah. The no, American Idol right. rejects. Yeah. There's like, no like telling jokes now. Yeah. So. That doesn't happen with this show. They should legitimize as an actual real talent yeah. scouting type of operation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And, and not just, uh, I, I would like to take it a step further because they tailored it to, oh, we already have that type of comic. Then we're not, we already have a gay comic. We already have right. a, this, as opposed to just saying, here's a bunch of funny comics. Yeah. And these are the funniest of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause you're, it's, it's, yeah. If they're going to split them up and have all the categories and they should just have a theme for the right. season. Exactly. All gay mm-hmm. comics. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't do that. You got demographics you got to worry about. You got to, yeah, you lose bases. And you, you know what? That's, that's, the, that's honestly, that's what like, I, yeah. I, I complain, I used to complain about that a lot too. And I still do from time to time, but I, I start to think like maybe that's just like, not that all that bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, because I used to be like, oh fuck, just for laughs has to have a gay comic, right? And then, yeah. uh, you know, fucking brown guy up there too, and he's not as funny as the. And I, I used to it used to get me all bent out of shape, but then I realized maybe it's not that bad of a thing. No, to have a representation of different kinds of people oh, for sure and different perspectives in a society like we live in. <laughs> it's it's you a, know what I mean? Like right. it's not so bad. Yeah. No. It's a mosaic, yeah, for sure. But uh, but to be fair, as long as they're good, yeah, as long as they're good, they gotta be solid, right? As long as they're good, yeah. There's tons of gay comics out there that are good. There are tons of there are tons of comics, period, that are good and bad. You're not gonna put the bad ones up there just because oh, we need a quota of comics, right? No. Right. I have that problem with nerdgasm. Like I have all these, you know, these like mid-level amateur guys who want to get on it. It's like, Mm. well. I hate to be an asshole, but I have a huge pile of straight white guys. You don't hate guys. to be an asshole. Okay, I, <laughs> you hate to be a booker. <laughs> Wait That's a minute. The problem. Wait a minute. Aren't you a producer and you hate to be an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? That's a poor well, career okay. choice. I hate, I hate to be an asshole to everybody. There's some people I really enjoy. No, you don't. <laughs> but I, no, I, I would like to hear what do you, what, how do you approach that? Like, well, it's just more a matter of like, because you have such a wide swath in your audience, you want them people like to kind of feel like they're being represented. And it was one of the things we got on our comment cards from the last show was like more diversity. And it was like, okay, mm. that's kind of vague, but <laughs> okay. But it's just meant like trying to make my like, yeah, we want a female presence on the show. We want like different ethnicities on the show. And like, but I have all these like, you know, straight white guys who are like kind of mid-level amateurs. Like, how right. can I get on the show? Like, well, by being good, what's your draw? Right. And like, there's a lot of other guys who are just as good as you who fit that mold. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But not to be discriminatory to the nerds. Yeah. And I know that we have a, a nerd listenership here. Are not the bulk of most nerds like your middle class white kids? 
that are kind of like holed up in the uh in, you know in the in the basements and stuff like that 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 are that are looking at this if you go to a comic con right. tell me tell me aren't they aren't there mostly white people at that place and mostly guys i would say i would say mostly white guy nerds um, the ones, a lot of the ones that stand out are. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, wow. My feeling about Spandex. that. Spandex. Good my call. Feel, my feeling about that is, yes, it has to be mostly white people because if you're looking at someone like black people, all black people are really cool. Right. So, exactly. Universally. So they can't be nerds. And that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. Black yeah. people are cool. How many black cool. nerds have you met? Like, right. honestly. Yep. They're awesome and really cool. Yeah. So, no. Listen to the music in their car. They're hip. They're yeah. today. They're yeah. together. With Look that. at their clothes. They don't wear their hats the right way. They know it. <laughs> but like, they know I, what they're doing. I would say this with a buddy of mine. Like, a, like a, that's what I dig. Of, like, a black guy can fucking put a, a string around his neck and hang a toothbrush from it, right? And walk around town, and, and it's some sort of cool thing. <laughs> it's gonna be. But if a white guy did that, you'd like, what he's, the fuck he's are you doing with this right. tooth? Yeah, like, what are right. you doing with a toothbrush around your neck? Like, what, remember that that trend when uh, it was it was the the one pant leg one rolled pant up, leg up, one yeah. pant leg rolled up, and that looked like a thing, yeah. as opposed to one guy come up to him and go, "Man, you rode your bike here, didn't you? Oh shit, sorry, man." Thanks. <laughs> Like a, now suddenly the entire continent just went. Oh, we got to roll up the one, uh, the one right, leg right, there. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the nerds. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, like I said with the TV shows, you have to hit all your different demographics because you want to cast as wide a net as you can. Mm-hmm. Right. With, yeah. with something like Last Comic Standing, where it's so. I, 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 I'm sorry, to, sorry to interject, but I just want to say, like, we're at the point now where there's enough people of every kind of you know ethnic group, sexuality, yeah. or whatever. Who have an amazing amount of talent that Absolutely. you don't have to sacrifice. No, you don't have to sacrifice the quality. No. You don't have to sacrifice quality for, for uh, diversity. Right. Right. So, and like, there's no need to, for, I think, people to get all up in arms anymore no. about it. Yeah. And, and I think at this point, it's like, sometimes maybe you see someone that you're like, ah, they could have got this right. person if they were looking for, you know, a brown well, that, guy or whatever. Yeah. But, but why? And there's there's probably a reason. Maybe the person that they should have got it was busy. Right. You know, you don't know, right? It, it could be that thing. Like that just tells me that the, you know the people they were looking for were booked, or they just didn't look hard enough. Mm-hmm. For, you know, if they want to di- diversify mm-hmm. in a particular direction, or just, they're just not just on go, their radar. That's right. the other thing too. There's yeah. like so well, many people. They're comics, comics. Well, it's not even that. Like, <laughs> um, the Brantford Comedy Fest. Um, it's, it's first year this year. Um, the guy who's booking is actually in the Comedy Brawl, but he's having a rising star show. Right. But because he's not in Toronto, he doesn't know who is coming up. So he right. asked me for some names. So mm-hmm. like, here you go. Here's, yeah. here's some guys that I like that I think uh, will do well for you. Let me know when he's doing Falling Star. Yeah. Forward my name for that one, please. Flaming Crater Show starting with Todd Van Allen. Perfect. I'll tell you, and if you, see, if, you see that, if you see that situation where obviously they're trying to create a diverse showcase, yeah. but they do sacrifice it, the talent, mm-hmm. that's someone, it is an example of, of, an indus- of the industry not doing their homework. Right. And the, I mean, which is a plague, of mm-hmm. course. Like no one in the industry is really, really trying to infiltrate the comedy scene, especially, I mean, in this country anyway. Right, for and, sure. And to understand what's out there, who's out there, or mm-hmm. or try to get uh, some support going for anyone or anyone's projects or anything like that. So it's based out of pure laziness. That's why you always see the same people all the time, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, at festivals, um, getting TV shows, projects, stuff like that. It's right. at, it's based out of pure laziness. Right. Well, they did that festival. They'd be great for our festival. I mean, they booked them yeah. on that festival. Yeah, and it's so. fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's one of those things where, sorry, I mean, it's one of those... It's, no, I like this. I like I the visual. from Sudbury Festival. Yeah, like, yeah. That but dog is going to get kicked thing, tonight. Though, here's the thing. The Sudbury Festival, I didn't get in the Sudbury Festival. The only reason I went up there and performed was because Howie Mandel asked me to open for him. That's it. Yeah. I was not even a part of that festival. The people at the Sudbury Festival didn't even know I was on the planet, so... 
So, and then they were there like, hey, I wonder if he'd like to come next year, you know, and then my agent talked to them and, and I'm sure maybe I'll get a chance to do it next year. But, but I mean, that's the only reason I was there. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I'm, I'm starting to realize that's probably the only way I'm going to get into any festivals from now on is for someone to fucking drag me in Uh the trunk. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Or in Howie's case on his private jet, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) you see, but he was in the trunk of the private jet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thumping in the luggage claim. (laughs) Could you throw down some goldfish crackers? Uh, <laughs> you see, you got to know, I'm going to be looking for coattails. Mm-hmm. Like, that is all I do. I write a few jokes, and I look for coattails to stand on yeah. and just drag me to something. That's and you it. start to understand it because you hear about you hear about the, the industry when they make selections for festivals, and then you hear about little deals like, oh, if you want this, this you know, AAA client, you've got to bring in these guys yeah. from my roster too. Right. So you sort, sort of start to understand why this is happening. It's because... Mm-hmm. The industry's fucking lazy. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not going to know about that new guy unless the, the, the AAA guy's agent goes, this guy's fucking great. He's right. got to come up too. Yeah. And the industry's just like, yeah, whatever. Fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, if it'll, if Pamela Anderson can do a gala, then we'll book right. fucking whoever, you know, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Pam Anderson did a gala. See Tommy She's Lee doing at the a gala. Grown competition. <laughs> She's hosting a gala. This What's year. her type five going to be? I don't know. Other than her knockers. Um, <laughs> tight anything? There? <laughs> Nothing's tight. Anymore. It's all really gone droopy, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is really four white guys sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think right. I think that's that's how I feel about it. It's, and, and rumor has it to feed that that myth that's going on of them not doing the the, the business. The, the the rumor I've heard is that when Just for Laughs holds a uh, showcase mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto or wherever they're they're housing it, they already have picked out of that show who they want. So it really doesn't matter if you know unless you really blow someone out of the water. Uh, but even then, you probably won't be on their radar until the next year or even the year after. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, and, the, and I guess the hope is, well, hopefully they're still doing comedy at that point. Right. But I don't know. Right. Yeah. I I'd love to be proved yeah, wrong. I could be, you know. It's a theory and maybe. Strictly like, conjecture. Yeah. I don't, I, I have no idea. I, I know this though. I know if you showcase poorly, it can undo your chances of getting. Oh, yeah. One. What? Oh, did that happen? <laughs> yeah. I, I had, I had some really This bad guy, showcases. he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, what? They got it's not like they have an easy job to right. do, right? Like, they got to go around and they're probably more sick of stand up than fucking I am. Right. So. Like, like they they have to watch so much of it. I can't imagine. So, so what happened? How did you how did you undo your chances? Did you open with something new? What? Just shit his puppet. Shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it worked for Jeff Dunham. That guy from uh, what was that show? Or the didn't the puppeteer win? Oh, America's, uh, America's Got, Got Talent. Talent. That's right. right, Terry Fader. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he signed like a twenty five million Vegas. dollar Vegas contract. He's, oh, I was he's one of the top ten earning comics from last yeah. year. Two fucking puppet guys on that yeah. list, and two fucking rednecks. On that <laughs> yeah. I was. I was. So if you can be a redneck with a puppet, you are set. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I just, I just got back from Vegas. I spent, the, I spent the weekend down there, and his face is on every third billboard wow. of like, uh, like, like new puppets, old comedy, or something like that. Is like, wow. so I guess he's doing old. I don't know what the show is. I don't, but, what would that mean? I don't know. He's got I'm a guess, Don Rickles puppet. He's yeah. just, <laughs> I'm thinking, hey, dummy. I'm thinking he's doing like vaudeville through like you know like a like a tennis yeah. ball. I'm like, hey, play me out there, Jimmy. And uh, <laughs> I gotta say, Sinatra, Sinatra, and fucking Dean Martin. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, I'm sort of glad to be back, uh, from Vegas. It, it, Vegas kind of, have you been to Vegas? Mm-hmm. Ron Jossel was just down there. He was mm-hmm. down there the weekend I was down. So, uh, Scott McMahon came down and got to hang out with him for, yeah. uh, for a good chunk of a day. Um, and, uh, I guess Ron did well. I haven't heard from him yet, but I'm assuming, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't hear of a body floating anywhere near him. So that's fine. I, I can't imagine him doing bad. How, uh, how was your Vegas trip? When'd you go? Uh, I was there. The last time I was there was about, I guess, close to two years ago. Right. But, uh, when I was there, the, the big acts were, were Howie Mandel was doing MGM. Uh-huh. 
uh, and um, George Wallace was doing the Flamingo. George Wallace is still there. Still at the Flamingo? He's still at the Flamingo. He's well, Mr. Las Vegas again. Yeah, and Caratop was doing the Luxor. Caratop is still there. Still at the Luxor. Louis Anderson, still there. He's Re- been going for Rita ages. Rudner. Rita Rudner yeah. is still Rita there. Rita Rudner was at New York, New York. Yeah. Right. Wow, uh, so they, they literally signed like, like decade-long yeah. contracts. Well, actually, Rita Rudner's moved to Harrah's. Oh, yeah? So she's out of there. Hmm. And uh, the other big one that was down there was, um, uh, shoot, uh, Penn & Teller. Yeah. They're still oh, yeah. there. And um, uh, George Wallace. Oh, who was the other guy? Um, that I, I, I John Rivers. I, no, can't think Gallagher too. Gallagher too, the brother <laughs> yeah. playing Excalibur. Um, that's, actually, no, that's where uh, Excalibur is where um, uh, Louis Anderson was. Oh yeah, I okay. wish I, I wish I could think of the other guy. There was Terry Fader as well. I'm kind of wishing Gallagher's son was going to stand up, but go all like Stanhope with it. <laughs> you can just overdub it into the podcast later when you call right. Why don't we take a Mr. break? And you can, you can yeah, Google, we'll do that. <laughs> okay. The, the only thing I wanted to say about uh, Vegas, and it's a pleasure to be back here, is that there were so many prostitutes. Uh, come eight o'clock in the lobby, mm-hmm. um, and my girlfriend's like, "How do you know they were prostitutes?" I go, "Well, well I'm walking back to my hotel room at one thirty in the morning. They're talking on a cell phone, and then look at, look up at me and unsolicitedly go, hi yeah, yeah, yeah. Chances yeah. are. Right. Um, so my your girlfriend was with you. Yeah. You're a head turner, Todd. You are <laughs> oh, a head turner. I am a comely gentleman. Yeah. I wonder how many of them Louis Anderson has gone through already. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're having to constantly ship new ones in. Wait, they got this one back to Russia for a tightening. They, they got guy hookers? What? Seriously? <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. On that, we'll take a break. And uh, we'll be back with Peter Anthony after this. Hey there. This is Judy Croon, and you're listening to the TVA podcast. Woohoo! Hey there, folks, and we're back with episode 195 of the TVA podcast. We got Darcy. Hey. How are you? Good. The suspense <laughs> is uh, is growing. What? As to whether or not this show will make it to 200 episodes before we switch over to Comedy oh, I know. the Pub. We, I, think, I think we have to do it, Stu. I think we have to at least roll the 200. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Or make the 200th that rollover. That's good. It gives me, another, gives me over a month. There you go. Uh, Ian Atlas is here. Yep. And uh, Peter Anthony bringing way more energy than Ian ever has. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> is anybody been, surprised been, by that? Yeah. <laughs> I've been pounding the table that, yes. that, that the, uh, is it an amp or the console's on and it's not good. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, it's, it's like Russian parliament with you. <laughs> Get a shoe out. To be, to be fair to Ian, though, he's been speaking a lot more in this episode. In last That's episode, true. last episode, you talked a lot. Yeah. Is, it, is it because you're more comfortable here in your home base? No, it's not even that. It's just you know, certain po- certain episodes are more banter friendly than others. Right. Okay. Some some are much more story based. It's like okay, I will just sit here and enjoy the story. Right. I have nothing to contribute. But to. you can still contribute to the story. Well, not if the story's on a good roll. You don't want to throw that off. The momentum is happening. You had a lovely I, a hobo hit on your story. That was a well, good that one. That was Alison Dore. It was of a very it banter was. It was heavy fantastic. cast. Yes. Alison Dore is a hobo now. No. Yes. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> we, she prefers to be called homeless um, or in between houses I'm not sure how oh yes because she was she was boasting that she'd been uh, asked out by three homeless people that's right and mm-hmm. then Todd put her on the table who else had and I had my one right not, if you want to revisit that story just listen to the podcast and I like that you didn't flinch from that you didn't hide it under a bushel basket you came through that was can very can you link good back on, like, on the site like it'll link back to Ian's uh, hobo pickup attempt <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> oh no sorry she tried there. to pick up you my mistake right Right. Yeah. No, he. Yeah. Oh, you tried to pick up a hobo. No, yeah, no, no, a dude hobo tried okay. to. <laughs> dude oh, hobo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude hobo. Did he have like a bindle? No, that was the thing. <laughs> no, he was on the, one of those things on the railroad tracks. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even entirely sure if he was a hobo or just crazy dude who wanted to pay me to let him blow me. <laughs> 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 that's what? good that's, money. Yeah. That's good money for that. That's. Uh, <laughs> I never understood that about secret gay guys. Like, right. why are you. 
why do you want to blow me and give right. me money? I should right. be giving you money to blow me. Right. And and this be, is why you're not a negotiator. For you. And be very uncomfortable. <laughs> this is why you have an agent yeah. to make those decisions for you. I mean, right. You need a manager with you at all times. I'm getting the feeling. <laughs> Just, Look, no, no, wanna, no, no. If you want to blow this man, maybe, yeah. maybe it's you. like maybe it like works that way. Like if you confuse the person, like you're like, hey man, I will pay you ten bucks to suck your dick, and then the guy, the 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 client says. Hey, no, I should be paying you to suck my dick. Right. And then the guy's like, I'll do it for 10. And you're like, yeah. okay, that yeah. makes sense to me. But you just went in with 10, and now he's getting 10. It's the Bugs Bunny school of negotiating. <laughs> more briefing? More briefing. Okay. The powder first, tamp, tamp, tamp. Um, it's like the we're not the droids you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> this blowjob will only cost you $10. <laughs> oh, God. Did you have See, pineapple today? That would be a tactic. <laughs> if you had pineapple, yeah. then we're then we're talking things. Right. That's how you that's how you upsell. Right. He says, No twenty, I had pineapple for breakfast. Ah, now we're into something. <laughs> Good yeah. God. All right. Soapbox. <laughs> soapbox. Are we we got soapbox? Okay. Yeah, I got soapbox. All righty. Okay. All right, so, so bring it bring it. For, Peter, for, for, for the Lou, for the Lou Nissner? Yes. For Lou Nissner, who's out there, one of our uh, big listeners. Hi, Lou. Uh, hi, Lou. It's good to have you back. <laughs> and for the new listener, uh, the soapbox is, uh, Darcy comes in with a, uh, topic and, uh, I, uh, and Todd flails at it for Todd, about a minute. I flail at it for like a minute, like, uh, like a, like a blind pinata swing. And, uh, and then we figure out where I'm wrong on this particular subject. So what do you got first, Darcy? All right. Helen Thomas. Helen Thomas? Yeah. And who is this lady? Really? Yeah. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas. There's no news in Vegas. There is nothing. There's there's a guy who switched on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, she's who's a journalist? Her? She's a journalist. In okay. Washington. She's a well, now an ex-journalist. Yeah, ex-journalist. Right. So this is going to fit into every other of these uh soapboxes that we've done. I, where was, I know absolutely nothing about the subject at hand. I didn't have any internet. This week. I was and in Vegas. They don't even, let you know news. This still was a big enough story. <laughs> Can we get to the topic? They don't give you clocks or anything. Okay. <laughs> Helen Thomas had you know the story Vegas last year. I don't, but I'm. All right. So Helen Thomas, yeah, right. maybe with context, White, I will. She was in the White House press corps, right? Right. Okay. And um, like since Eisenhower. Like, okay. She's, right. She's oh, eighty-nine okay. years yeah. old. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Like she's so well known that she, like in movies like about the White House, she's like the mayor she of Mississauga. Plays herself. Like, yeah. She's that recognizable. Yeah. She's the mayor of Mississauga. There you go. Okay. Okay. So she was talking like at a, a press. Uh, no, actually, it was a, a Jewish uh, historic month or something like that. Some kind of get together. Right, right, right. She tells a rabbi right on camera on camera. Okay, so that all the Jews should, should get out of Palestine and go back to Europe, go back to Poland, go back to Germany. Oh, and so now she's had to resign. Why is that? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're throwing me under? Well, I figured we can't get sued on this, so maybe we can get like a fatwa or something put on this <laughs> Great. Way to throw Todd under the anti-Semitic bus. Wow. <laughs> First of all, she's right. Now, secondly, what is your question on this? Well, what am I supposed to respond to? I don't understand. What's the your subject. favorite thing about Helen Thomas, Todd? Right. Well, she's, well, she's a classy dame. Uh, honestly, what's the question in here? Well, uh, do you think she would have to resign over that? Um, uh, seriously? That's okay. Uh, well, let's try this. I, uh, 
Knowing these are the facts that are thrown in front of me on this particular thing, I think obviously yes. I mean, uh, like for for if for no other reason, there's de- still debate and always will de- be debate on this particular subject uh, over the 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 ownership of of this particular tract of land and uh, to to come out on one side before any sort of other negotiating has happened and to do it to rabbis is another thing to go to rabbis and say this it's a little inflammatory was she off her meds was that part of the problem was that because you're you're telling me she's like kind of this old dame like you know my grandmother says some weird shit and yeah, i don't think that that's maybe that's true she's 89 right and when I first heard, like, I just read the the quote that she said. I right. was like, okay, well, that's a, a stupid thing to say right. and be, you know, mm-hmm. to be, you know, I think she maybe thought she was off the record, but, you know, she's on the record. And then I read, oh, no, no, she's doing it in front of a video camera to a rabbi. It's like during like some kind of Was Jewish it the entire historic... clip or was like, there something like, was there like a, an intro that maybe put something into context I, or what? I she didn't was... actually see the clip, so I don't know if there's any context. I don't know what kind of context so, you can okay, put that so in. Okay, so you haven't seen the video. Todd doesn't even know who this person is. Let's discuss. Yeah. Yes. Can we go back to talking I, about Mark Maron? Uh, I like him. Yeah. Um, can I make a point though? Sure, like, dude. I, 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 Help. Because this, hap- this <laughs> happened last week, and I thought it was interesting because th- it was like around the same time that that Jim Joyce missed that perfect call or the the, right, yeah. the, the call that would have given uh, uh, is it Galarraga the, the perfect game, game. Yeah, the perfect game. And I was like, and and they were saying like they were saying like this one call will stain his otherwise exemplary career. Like he right. was an amazing umpire, yeah. very, had the respect of everyone in Major League Baseball, which is similar to her. Like the yeah. one thing she did. That she'll be remembered for for the rest of her life. Right. So it's like all the work she did since uh-huh. Eisenhower mm-hmm. has been clean. wiped clean. Right. And it's like that's why you always have to be on guard about that yeah. stuff, you know. And and she did she did she apologize? She did apologize. Yeah. Right. Just like the umpire did. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, but one's baseball and one's racism. One's racism. Right. And so. and, and to say ship out and go back to Europe. Yeah. Where they didn't even start, to be right. quite honest. I yeah. mean, oh, that's... Uh, but even then, like, with, like, the context of the statement, is she trying to, like, encourage, like... I, see, that's the thing. Like, without having... Again, I haven't seen the video. I don't know what's going on. Darcy hasn't seen the video, and you hadn't even heard the name until we walked in the door. <laughs> I was in Vegas! <laughs> so to speculate, even trying to, like, to even rationalize where her head is at and what she's trying to say and what her objective is, is just... Maybe it was you know tongue what? in cheek. Maybe she was yeah. being sarcastic. But you know what? Okay, so maybe it was her like you know racist puppet who said it. Right, right. Like, this guy's a loose cannon. Oh, <laughs> blame Jeff Dunham. Yeah, exactly. On a stick. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, go that's back a, to your country. Like, on a stick. Back to like, an overdub or something. Is right. this what happened? Like how many times have I gone around going like ah you know doing the Jewish joke or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like just purely in 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 jest and not necessarily meaning. But if you take that out of context, maybe I could look oh, like for a sure. huge. Anti-Semite. You know? Oh yeah. Here's a, a problem I have with the whole uh, like that foreign policy of, of or whatever the domestic policy of, of Israel. If you criticize it, mm-hmm. you're somehow anti-Semitic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. See, now that's a topic we could actually bite into. Right. Whereas, like, that's a great point. Yeah. It's like it's like they're it's, they're on unmistakable. Like it's yeah. like they can't do anything wrong. And right. Yeah. Right. It's like it, actually it doesn't matter whether she had said that to a rabbi. Or an Arab from there, like one of the Arab delegates, and said the exact same thing to him mm-hmm. uh, or her. Let's be fair; uh, it, it would be the exact same thing. I mean, like this is a—it's—it's it's like that old joke of like your mom gives you a red shirt and a blue shirt, and you show up wearing the red shirt the first time, you know, out of the box. And, oh, so you hate the blue one? You know, like right, it's, yeah. it's like it's that sort of yeah, yeah. There's no way that you're gonna thank you for this one, Darcy. By the way, that's great. Um, <laughs> so Todd, we can switch gears at any time. I liked—I actually the, like if you think about uh, like there has been. 
uh, I would say more so in the past, uh, like 10 years, there have been more of sort of these defining moments of people that throw out their career based on one poor choice. You look at Michael Richards and Cameron's his... But and that his, was his, different. Uh, he didn't know he was on camera and it was just more like... But that word would get around. Yeah, but it fuck. Would, I mean, yeah. at, at this point, you should know that there's a camera on you. Someone's recording right. it everywhere you go. Yeah. What? Are we taping this? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, man... Why like, didn't I wear pants? Honestly, like, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Right. Like, you, you, people should know that. Like, and by the way, like, if you're a celebrity or have some sort of, uh-huh. you know, fame at all, yeah. uh, don't tape yourself having sex because it no. will leave. Like, yeah. It's guaranteed yeah. to oh, get out. That too? Even if you have the ambition of <laughs> being famous. She was doing it with Eisenhower. Yeah. Yeah. That videotape I saw. As soon as you saw Eisenhower, and, oh yeah, that tape. You know, It was all kind of grainy the with the, like, the thread lines in it. Yeah. <laughs> the Frost-Nixon threesome. <laughs> but think about it too. Like When I mentioned Tiger Woods, what do you think of right now? Do you think of like you know, the fact that he won the Masters 85 times? No. Exactly. No, exactly. you think of the fact that you know his wife went at him with one of his golf clubs. It's, you know what it's like? It's like that joke, that, that old street joke. It's like... Like you can do, you know, you can win the Nobel Peace mm-hmm. Prize. You can put a well in every community in Africa, right. but you suck one goat's cock. <laughs> yeah, it's this. It's the, it's true. Man. Yeah, it's, it's like true. People, hey, goat fucker. <laughs> yeah, people inherently want to believe that 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 you know people aren't that good. For but some is it? Reason. Is it just well, like Larry Horowitz shitting his pants on stage? Yeah. Like that's, that's it. That's him. That's yeah, you shat, you're the guy that shat. It's, it's, yeah. it's actually, it's the only thing I know about. Him. No, actually, he he eats shitloads of food too on tour. Like apparently, he's like known known for that too. Oh, okay. So. Right. Now you know two things. Okay. Yeah. Which caused the <laughs> Which shitting caused of the, the shitting yeah. of the one so, thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like a warm uh, shrimp salad or whatever, he wouldn't have. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you heat up my shrimp salad? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, by the way, when I was in Vegas, I found the place that does the two ninety nine shrimp cocktail. It was everything I hoped it would be. Oh, God. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Wow. Straight pictures. from the Gulf Coast. Straight from the Gulf Coast. Oh, that's why it was, <laughs> that's why it was greasy. Um, but is that not the case? I want to get back to this. Like, like, what is it now? Is it because we've got so much media everywhere that we're cataloging these things and that it'd be, it'd, like the media is now so omniscient? That we're now there's getting so many all these stories. For it. it's yeah, the, the ease of like recording it and like transmitting it is so much broader than it was even like ten right. years ago. Yeah, so that's what's allowed. I mean, like these days, Lewinsky would have a video and like her own blog yeah. chronicling right. each each encounter and with her cigar picks off to the side. Right, like, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's what it is now. Now, who is Lewinsky? <laughs> you just yeah. don't know women in the White House. I apparently. don't really actually know. <laughs> I've never been. But yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, they have one one bad crack, and it just uh, ruins right. everything. You know, like what's, what's Carlos on? Mencia stole that. Just that one joke. That's that one just, joke, and that's haunting him. What was that one joke? His forty five minutes. <laughs> Well, I love yeah, the bit. I, I think right. Bob Kerr, no, Don Perret posted it. It was Morgan Murphy doing uh, a series of Mencia bits, like in her like style, just completely deadpan. Right, it's, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it's horrendous but beautiful. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's what's ours going to be? What's going to what's going to be the uh, the um, if 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 you had to pick what your uh, thing you're going to be remembered by in the pejorative, what would it be? I don't know what mine would be. Your beard, obviously. Obviously, yeah, yeah that would be. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna, you it's know, gonna be the you driving a bunch it. of kids to soccer practice. I'll tell you, that's, I'll tell you yeah. this though. I'll, I'll say this: of all the of all the videos that I've ever uploaded, uh, the only <laughs> the only one that's ever gotten any sort of traction is the one where the guy threatens to shoot me. Exactly. On YouTube. Yep, that's a wonderful. And one. I have, I get, I think something around, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's something between ninety and one hundred and twenty hits a day. People from around the world watch that video. Yeah. So I'm constantly getting emails about it, like all the yeah. time, and 
people and everyone thinks it's recent and stuff and like oh when was this all the time and it's like but that's not a good representation of who i am as a comedian nope you know what i mean but yet but it's like darren frost can hit with the glass that's the only video of his that i've actually watched more than once and i thought to say anything about darren frost as a comedian it's just like yeah i want to see the glass again (laughs) yeah and you want you people want to see people stumble or fall or in Mm -hmm. awkward situations or you know uh hurt like slip you know, or bring it back to Mark Maron. He has that joke about, like, if I just came out here and, like, cried and peed myself, it would be far more interesting to everybody in the world than what I'm about to do right now. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. And I don't know what that says about us as a species or us. It, it's all about uh, you, you take in so much content. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what that's the only stuff that sticks out anymore. Right. Yeah. I think I think the other thing, too, is, like, we sort of lost that, that sense of uh of, of of like the godlike nature where we unconditionally believe things and so when we have someone that is you know put forward to us that is perceived to be better than us in some regard maybe they're they're more famous or they've you know they've they, they've been around uh the white house since the uh, since the eisenhower times like you're you're looking for the chinks in the armor to go okay where's the problem like what has happened here i think i think that's i think we're becoming a little more notorious in that sort of Mm-hmm. Not notorious, nefarious, I would say, in, the, mm-hmm. in that in, in that sort of regard. And with like the next generation, I think of politicians, it's going to be really weird because there's going to be so much stuff. Yeah. Like there'll be so much out there. Like sure. everyone will have right. that drunken picture on right. Facebook, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can't remember who the comic was that said they tried. They tried to find dirt on Obama. They couldn't. They looked. Really? You know? Yeah, they looked. They couldn't find anything. But the jigs up, isn't it? You know, yeah, the, 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 the I big would think thing, the jigs up on that. Everyone's yeah. got dirt because he, yeah. he even said like I I, I smoke drugs and I did yeah. inhale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, but that's nice that that in, in a span right. of like well, fifteen years, the president can now go, yeah, man, I've yeah. well, it diffuses it really. It's like, right. yeah, I did it. Moving on. Like, yeah, yeah what Clinton else you got? Had, yeah. If Clinton had done that fifteen yeah. years ago, it would have been the same or thing. Yeah, I did it. Okay, yeah. what else you got? The worst, the worst <laughs> thing I could find on Obama on on Obama was that he was a smoker. That Smoked was it. Cigarettes, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was yeah. it. He was, you know, well. There's big tobacco in the uh, White House right there. Boom. Oh, and not born in the country. Don't forget that. Oh, of course. Right. That's, yes. uh, there's that. I want to see that long Welcome to the birth 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 edition yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> now, <laughs> on the flip side of this, I will say this. Like, when I do find uh, the things where, where there is someone that's untainted by any sort of scandal, stuff like that, with World Cup coming up, I picked up uh, a biography of, like, arguably one of the best referees uh, on the planet. It was, he, he got applause at the, fi- the last final that he uh, refereed. And like no one applauds referees, and these like he does is uh, Pierre Luigi Colina, right. and he talks about you know his dedication to the craft, and he talks about like you know how he you know he's leaving on a high note, and he would love to referee more, but the, you know there's a rule saying you can you can't be a referee over the age of 45, and that's what gets him is that his ability is still there. What a, uh, who's who made that rule? FIFA does. What a the, bunch the of bullshit. That's what I'm saying. You know, he can't he's saying, run around. No, well, that's the thing. And he's, he's like, even with all the fitness tests that they, that yeah. they have increased so you can catch up with like these players and now running eight to nine kilometers in a game. Yeah. Uh, he's still able to catch up with them. And everyone knows he's the, he is like the, the top guy. He would watch, uh, videos of the teams that he was going to, uh, referee. So he knew what the style of play was, where they were going to go and what sort of fouls that they seemed to commit. So he'd be ready for it. And who are the divers? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he would call, and he worked in Italy. So, you know, he's surrounded by that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that really uh, must have come not to from generalize. Somewhere. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. We'll do that. The Italian side. Um, <laughs> that, that rule must have come out of somewhere though. Like, you know, there must have been like referees dropping dead heart attacks or something in the middle of the game. Well, maybe. They must have just, well, that's in happened. Colombia. They all do cocaine. Do do they, now, dr- do they drug test the referees? How do you performance enhance that? I guess caffeine. Though that's a young man. It is a young man. Like it's it's a middle aged guy. Right. Like like I mean, people live till they're eighty, eighty five. Yeah. Eighty nine. If you're in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like, where's that coming from? Helen Thomas. Oh, of course, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Let me just be clear. She's still alive. <laughs> Not for long. Uh, but but uh, th- that seems like a that seems like a an almost illegal rule. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would? Well, I guess the precedent they're saying is 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 just that fitness thing where they're saying, okay, uh, at, at a certain age, they aren't able to keep up with the younger players, so like the 18s, the 20s, the 21 year olds, whatever. Um, but if the uh, the argument is, and he brings this up, is that you know, if you're still fit enough, if, you, if you're still passing all these tests, you should be able to do it. Yeah. So. Well, maybe now he'd be like the Mr. Miyagi for all the other referees, and that's true. Them, you know, <laughs> impart his wisdom. <laughs> what are those exercises? Keep up too. It's fucking yeah. soccer. They're just standing there in yeah. grass. Yeah. What do you got to keep up with? <laughs> this guy kicks it to that guy. He puts it there, and then they right. make a triangle. And then yeah. they move the triangle ten yeah. feet up, and they do it again. Well, and here's the thing: like he was he referees from the from center line with just binoculars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everything's good. Um, if it, it, watch it this year and just watch the uh, the doughy bastards that they have out in, from some of these countries. Like some are are good and fit and they actually keep, but others uh, are just they come out. You can see the pot belly. Go, oh, this will be a good one, right? Yeah. And yeah. when is the when is the World Cup this week? Starts Friday. Wow. Starts Friday, probably at the time that we drop this. They, be someone the first should one. go around in Toronto at night and disengage everyone's horn. <laughs> <laughs> just no. so I wouldn't have to put up with it. Well, no, that's how I know, that's how I know where the traffic is. Yeah, that's true. You know, I just, I just, I can tell who won by the traffic reports. Yeah. College um, Street is jammed. But it, okay. is, it is a good, it is a good time to practice your what, what flag is that? Sort it of is. Trivia. You know what it I mean? Is. Like, cause you're like, holy shit, I see like 50 different flags in right. Toronto. Yeah. Like, like, I'm just like, oh, I know that one. You see a car go by, you flip through, but there are Slovakians in this city? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, That's the a... Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Confederate soccer team. They're really old. They got muskets. Uh, right. Why are the they wearing those white hoods? Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be hot. <laughs> right. They're being overrun by the Nigerian team. That's no good. Yeah. Um, and then we, so we got World Cup and G20. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, That's at right. At the same time. And Gay Pride. And, and gay, gay pride, pride? at is, the same time at the end of this month. Those are that's like Ghostbusters. That's crossing the <laughs> yeah, streams, man. This is something bad's going to happen here. George Clooney will tell you that's a perfect storm, right? Yeah, there. totally. Yeah, that's it is a colorful storm. riot ever. Yeah, yeah, man. It's true because that yeah, the G twenty is at the end of the month. Pride is at the end of the month. I'm uh, getting world the hell out of here. going on. In fact, the delegates. This the, this uh, story came out today that the delegates are uh, looking for places to go watch the games during You're the G twenty. Yeah, they're going to check out. Well, obviously, like if they're coming in. It's like when's my country play? Wow. And, uh, you know, they're going to find those pubs. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Of course they'd want to watch. Yeah. They'll be in the meetings with, like, the earbuds in. Just Right. Like, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe the Canadian government can build a $1.8 billion uh, right. television stadium for them right. to watch it in. And wow. you'll, you'll be able to tell. We'll do it at the lake. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a floating stadium right. with TVs. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to tell that one guy that's listening to it on, like, a transistor radio with the earplug <laughs> because someone he'll, he'll, like, blurt out something inappropriately, like, when a goal is conceded or something like that. And this is how we will have world peace in five years fuck oh no <laughs> what sorry no yeah. sorry <laughs> that's why we've never gotten world peace because they keep coinciding g8s with world cup exactly yes. <laughs> that's it. yeah yeah sure yeah that's it yeah go ahead they're not even looking they're just like they're just crazy. yeah yeah sure whatever you want that's yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah that's how i do things anyway mm-hmm. that's it yeah, yeah sure i can get uh, i get uh, committed to so many things during world cup time just right. like yeah yeah sure whatever. so now whatever. that now that it's world- so when is the wedding todd <laughs> uh, sorry, when? I haven't been told. I got to wait for the game. But it's over. World Cup coming up. Obviously, Canada's not in the World no, Cup. No, of course they're not. not. <laughs> of course they're not. We are terrible at soccer. Yes. Uh, so who would you be rooting for? My uh, th- these are my order of operations. Uh, Canada first, 
and uh, 86 was great. Um, since then, nothing. Uh, Scotland after that, because they're the smaller nation of the two that uh, make up the uh, body Van Allen, and then the last one is Holland. So uh, Holland's in this year, mm-hmm. and uh, they're ranked fourth in the year, so that actually bodes well. Uh, and they've been playing fantastically, so I'm thinking they've actually, this this could be a shot. So but, long, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, are you kidding me? Yeah, he he he, he, he tuned out at Chihuahuas. He, he, tu- he tuned out before I got to the Lena part of Kalina's name, so that's going to be, <laughs> yeah. Click. How about you? Do you, um, do you watch it all? I don't. As, I think, as you know, I'm not a soccer fan. Um, to each his own. But uh, I won't be watching. Uh, unless it's maybe the final. I'll watch right. the final. But Which is arguably probably going to be the most boring of any of the games. Like, really? You, yeah. Like, you want to see the guys the score, that are in the, group the last one, a guy got headbutted. How can you call that boring? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't. I don't. It's like, I, like I can't, WWF. I can't watch a sport where it's 0-0. Zero, zero, and I, like, I can't fucking understand why it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Like... And then the game's over, and they're like, okay, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. And right. I was like, ah. Well, okay, look at this. Like, one of the most exciting games you can have in baseball is when there's a no-hitter. That's true. So, yeah, uh, like, there are some great played nil-nil draws. I'm, like, I'm not saying that there aren't boring ones. There are ones where I'm just looking at them going, this has 0-0 zero, zero written all over it. Why yeah. am I wasting my time? Mm-hmm. But there are times where, they're like, the goalies are just good, or the defenders are just closing down everything. The, so it's like The it epic be... pointlessness of the nil-nil draw. Right. Yeah. But that happens. And then uh, it goes to kicks if it's uh, outside the group stages. So there we are. Goes yeah. to kicks. Goes to kicks. Speaking of kicks, tweet uh, the guest. Tweet the guest. How is that a segue? We do it for kicks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you, Darcy. Speaking, yeah, we I like really that. missed you. I like this. Speaking of kicks, Darcy, guess what your testicles are going to get in a second. Uh, okay, so we got tweet the guest. I put out to the tweet space. Uh, some mm-hmm. folks wanted to ask you some questions there, Peter. Oh, yeah. Really? And wow. uh, we do. The first one comes in from uh, Renee Paez. Uh, local comic here. You can follow him at, at Rene Comedy on Twitter. And uh, his question to you is, lots of comics uh, do stuff to keep sane on the road. Uh, for example, playing video games. What do you do <laughs> to avoid it? Uh, masturbating will just take his red. So anything else? Um, I would say uh, on the road, honestly, it, it it changes during your career. Yeah. like Because at the beginning, I would just party. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I would party and, you know, try to meet women or whatever. But now it's like I honestly try to find a gym. Mm-hmm. And then I will work on writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things, not, not even stand-up related, mm-hmm. uh, I'll work on my job, say, or right. or a writing project that I have. Um, or I will actually, this is sounds weird, but I will play tourist i'll go explore the city i love it. doing that yeah i absolutely adore doing that like yeah. you know like oh, i'm gonna go out for a walk dude to saskatoon i've never been to saskatoon right well, yeah. let's go take a look and how see. many and how many cities were you at as a young guy like going out and then, and then you uh-huh. didn't explore them and you're right. like i can't believe i've never really i've been to the city but i've never really seen right it. like so so i started doing that like if i'm in ottawa i'll go like I got a I got a tour of Parliament, or mm-hmm. like I went to the museum, the National Museum of of uh, of Art, and, for sure. And I would I'll go around and I'll uh, you know check out little restaurants. I'll yes. research where to eat, or uh-huh. or I'll go uh, you know check out the the independent shops or uh-huh. something like that. So I kind of tie up my time like that. And uh, if I have Wi-Fi in my room, mm-hmm. I think you know where that leads. <sighs> Jealous, Darcy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I love doing that, too. I'm looking forward to doing that in Halifax. Yeah, oh. I love that. love that. I've never done it in Halifax. That's going to be really fantastic. Is. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't and, beat off on the East Coast. That's going right. to be great. The ocean air is great. Oh, is it? Yeah. Make sure the I window's think, open. I think nice Hal- and sunny. I think Halifax is one of those cities. Halifax is one of those cities where you're, you want, you, people are more likely to go out exploring in Halifax mm. than they would be in 
like Saskatoon. Well, here's the, here's the other thing too, because uh, I'm I'm out there with Dave Patterson, so mm-hmm. uh, he and I sort of you know we do have some other work we've got to do outside of this, which is going to be great, so that we're you know sort of both away from each other uh, and not feeding each other's demons mm-hmm. um, as we're doing this, and then we're sort of legislated, okay, like you know Friday or Saturday we'll go out and and do something, um, and during the day I'll be watching the World Cup and he'll be I don't know what doing sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, because he can't stand it, but I'm like, oh, got to watch this. Right. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, like, it'll just be very cool to be able to go out and maybe find a place like, hey, where should I go watch soccer? It's like, oh, I'll go with those lunkheads or whatever. And like, yeah, just yeah. find cool new places to actually do things. I would like, recommend uh, Bubba Ray's. On, Bubba Ray's? On Spring Garden Road. That that has the most uh, right in that TVs. Town. And actually, it's owned by Mike Smith, who played Bubbles on Trailer Park Boys. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Who was also in the band uh, Sandbox. Sandbox. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yep, and he's from Pictou County, where I grew up in there Nova Scotia. Go. So, so he's a good fella. He's definitely we like him. Definitely, we like man. him. Good okay, uh, question number two mm-hmm. uh, from the uh, the organization HSSE. Okay, which is Hex- heterosexuals for, for same sex equality. equality. That is Derek Forgey's uh, oh, little yeah. uh, charity he's got there. Nice. And uh, here's a question. I get the feeling this is probably from him. From Derek? Yeah, yeah, I get the feeling. See, see if this question doesn't sound Derek-minded. Okay. Uh, uh, do you have a question for him? Yes. How often is he mistaken for North Bay City Councilor Peter Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing a lot, you North Bay jackass. All right, thank you, Derek. Right. Uh, does it happen a lot? Let's Never. get this off the... Cl- okay, good. I, although Fine. although I did, I did do a show downtown at the Toronto Club one night. I right. was headlining down there at Yuck Yucks. And after the show, a guy came up to me. And he goes, Peter Anthony. And I'm like, yes. And he's like, I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm like, I'm Peter Anthony. Yeah. He's like, I'm a hairdresser. I have a salon here in the city. And he goes, I was driving down Richmond Street. It said, appearing this week, Peter Anthony. <laughs> so he goes, I, d- I didn't know who you were. Yeah. I did- I've never heard of you or yeah. seen any of your videos or anything. But he goes, I thought, why not go down and see him? He's right. like, I really liked your show. And then he's like, so anytime you need a haircut, come up and see me. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this. I did a, uh, I did a show in Woodstock um, uh, a couple weeks ago. And this, this couple came up, kind of an elderly couple. And said, uh, we're looking for, for Todd. And I was like, oh, I'm right here. What's going on? And he says, uh, you're Todd Van Allen? I go, yeah. And apparently the woman stayed with my grandmother, uh, and grandfather in their house for a while. They were, she was doing like room and board there, uh, like 40 years ago. Wow. And remembers me being like a grandchild kind of bombing around there. Weird. And uh, it was interesting because uh, I did and not still bombing around and still bombing around. <laughs> I'm still bombing wherever I go. But this was the interesting tidbit she gave me because I have no memory of this at all. Uh, she said because my grandfather's like this hardworking farmer guy, like just you know, like could strike matches off his palms, like you know, one of those you know, Angus Gordon McRae was the man's name. Like he was just bah, like that. And uh, I would apparently rile him up uh, by saying stupid things like, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be a comedian. <laughs> Apparently, I said this. Wow! And uh, and my it made my grandfather uh, livid. And he said, uh, and I quote, uh, "You're not going to be a comedian. You'll never make any money off of that." And by God, Angus was right. <laughs> he nailed yeah. that on the goddamn old, old man, old time wisdom. Yeah, Absolutely, he uh, Angus, I miss you. Yeah. Um, Farming, Todd. That's where you're needed. Exactly. <laughs> but if you told him, uh, like, like if you if you could go into the future and. And say back to him, wait a second, I, I earned like $24,000 last time. He'd, he'd, his mind would blow, 24000 $24, That's a million dollars. I get less than that from the government. <laughs> <laughs> 
wonder what past Todd would say to future Todd. Oh, future Todd would probably beat the shit out of present Todd. <laughs> what have you done to me? Why am I eating out of a dumpster? He would say. Um, all right, here's the last question we mm. got. Uh, and this comes uh, from Graham Chittenden. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, not via Twitter, through Facebook, Who's actually. a very funny uh, very, comedian. Very funny gentleman. Yeah. Uh, and his question to you... Uh, maybe we know where he's getting booked next. Uh, because his question is, have you ever performed on a boat? Uh, uh, me and Graham did do a, a gig. <laughs> you fucking set up artist Graham. Yeah. Okay. We, we had a gig on, uh, in, uh, some, uh, community close to Ottawa, uh, on a boat with, uh, with a boat. That would have been on the Rideau. Yeah. On the, the Rideau, Rideau River. Canal. That's uh, it. River. Yeah. The river or canal. Or it was, canal I guess that's where the canal starts. Yeah. Whatever community that is. I think it's called Lion's Head. No, I don't Lions know. Ga- oh, there's Hogshead, uh, Lock. That's uh, right there, right, Carlton. Yeah. It, anyway, it was so it, interesting to the listener who yeah, has Google Maps. Eh? It's pivotal to the story. It yeah. Is. But, but we, we went. You don't up, understand, Ian. We Continue. went up and down this, uh, this canal and performed and we had a uh, people on top of the boat and people on the bottom of the boat and right. we literally did a half an hour set and then switched. Yep. And, uh, I, uh, apparently Graham killed uh, at the top. Right. And then went down to the bottom and, and died. Right. And I did okay on the bottom and then went up to the top and died. So it was like, <laughs> it, it was very strange. And then you can't get off the boat when no! you're done. You yeah. want to leave so That's bad. That's the worst. You cannot leave the boat. That is the worst thing is taking on a boat. I get to hear a positive comedy boat story. No, okay. Allow me. Uh, the Gananoque ones that we've, uh, we, Todd, there's we no way you have pain. a positive comedy story. I do, I do. Because, <laughs> because you'll learn, you take your lumps in the first couple of ones that you do. Like this has become an ongoing thing. And in fact, the woman who books it has now like uh they they get such a good response they've at, she's actually unsolicitedly up the pay for us mm. she's like okay now we'll pay you this much this year because they go so well because we learned so much how to do it like in the first cases like we didn't have the room set up right and then someone's combating with the fact that the castle is going around so you got to have someone who's going to act as that tour guide because as soon as that darkly lit castle is there all eyes right. just go to that thing and no one is paying attention to you. Mm. So we just learned that. And just mm. as we're doing this, okay, we know the exact timing of when we need to start the show mm. to uh, accommodate that so there's a break and then the host can go up and then, okay, so they're going to have to deal with the castle and then as soon as they lap around the castle, okay, that's done. A couple more jokes, warm up the crowd again and then, bam, uh, in goes the headliner and we've timed it. So there's the, if, if there's bombing, right. uh, we're back on shore in like 10 minutes. So like it's it's like hey if it sucks you're not stuck out there because I've had that where you're sitting out there for three hours yeah. and like there yeah. is I they're gonna they're gonna start knocking on the bathroom door oh. if I just stay in here yeah. so and, and we we actually the one we me and Graham did we we actually uh, the, they shut down some of these locks at night so yep. we had a bus meet us at one of the locks <laughs> right so we all had to, we had to get off with the audience right go into a children's school bus. Oh, which oh. bust us back to where the pickup spot was. So right. Then, so then we find ourselves, of course, talking to uh-huh. two people. Wow, that them. didn't go well for you, did it? No, it's just like, <laughs> and it, it wasn't even necessarily that they were bad people or whatever. It's just the, right. the situation's no, horrible. It's just a situation. Yeah, it's like, right. Jesus. The you showbiz mystique is lost at that That's point. when right. you know, honestly, that's when you know, that's, that's not a, that's not being a performer. No. Like, I, I always thought that you're, you're a fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you're not. You're there for money. This has nothing to do with anything you imagine right. comedy could be or performing mm-hmm. was. You're there for a goddamn paycheck right. yeah. and nothing else. Back on yeah. the corner, and it's so hard to smile. Yeah, when you're at something like that. Well, here's here's the other cool thing that we learned. Like we we, we do these things like as late in the season as possible, mm-hmm. so that when we're starting the show, it's dark and they can't see outside. So all the focus is there, and so it does become a comedy club until that fucking castle shows up, right? And then 
boom and you can and you can still spritz and stuff like that like i've got like a running joke like whenever we pass like another uh whenever we pass like another boat you mm-hmm. know i'll go because there's speakers outside they're broadcasting the show i'll go you want to ha- you want to fuck around with the other boat okay let's do that here are a list of demands and then right. like i'll make it like a hostage and, and then it ends up there's it's somali pirates right like, oh exactly. shit i fucked with the wrong oh my boat. god they found fresh water <laughs> they're worse than sharks <laughs> but it's true like if you bomb him one of those things it's like you're knocking on the cabin door yeah can i just stay in the wheelhouse for here and he's yeah. radioing to the shore who's sobbing there uh oh, it's just a talent you know <laughs> that's yeah. it uh we gotta go you got a uh you got things i gotta go see psychedelic furs tonight that's what i'm doing oh sweet yeah man. i'm gonna go return my broken bike to canadian tire yeah ian you got a show i've got to put comedy brawl comedy brawl very nice and uh, darcy Strip club? No he's, internet. Yeah, yeah he's check into a hotel he's go, room. He's gonna go find free Wi-Fi and like you know <laughs> masturbate in the pool or something. I don't know. Um, where uh, can people find you? It's peteranthony.net. Peteranthony.net. I actually just put up a whole bunch of new uh, tour dates. Perfect. And I'm excited to announce officially that yes. I have uh, the the third annual 2010 version of the Blue Nosers Comedy Tour will happen this year with Fantastic. myself and Nikki Payne. So oh, it's that's be a lot awesome. Of that's yeah. a great lineup. Yeah, it's gonna be. Good. When's that? Uh, when's that go? November. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll spread the word when uh, when I'm out there this weekend. Sure. Uh, sure yeah. Cheers, go. man. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're, right. We're we're totally excited. Okay. And, and you're uh, just touring Halifax. Um. Yeah. No. We're actually or, uh, going. To, we're going to. We're taking it out of Nova Scotia for the oh, first okay. time. So we're going to to the maritime provinces, and then cool. My uh, my idea is to eventually. You know, do one-offs mm-hmm. in other cities and other provinces, right. but uh, I'll still promote it though. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll you want to go see it? Yeah, you can go to fucking New Brunswick. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, great. And if you want to see me get uh, threatened by a man, uh, yeah, you can go on YouTube. <laughs> I'll, uh, Apparently, I'll, people like that one. We'll they put that in the show notes. They don't like my regular comedy, but right. they like to see me my life be threatened. We'll so. put it in the show notes for nice. you. There Russell, we go. Russell nice did a video like that. Some, Who did? Some Jason Rouse has some uh, crazy oh. Scottish woman screaming at him. Oh wow! Whether it's you know impromptu or like you know prepared it's hard to tell but mm-hmm. uh yikes okay yeah. well uh if you send me the link we'll embed that one as well yes sir. there we go it's just this will be a podcast of awkward moments mm-hmm. like thematic to all the other ones pretty much yeah all right yeah see you everybody yeah, okay sorry you caught me mid burp uh ian uh <laughs> fantastic to have you here thank you for coming down hey i was gonna be here anyway all righty oh that's true yes have fun with the show tonight Absolutely. comedy raw make sure folks uh you come down and see this uh Darcy. dreams every tiger summer. bar it's called Crown and, and Tiger. Crown and Tiger. But I will say this. When you Google it, it will come up Tiger Bar from time to time, mm. which is confusing to the viewer. Anyway. Ah, uh, internet. All right. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could your, your sultry mistress. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see the deluge of um, streaming video you're going to go through as soon as that gets fixed. Uh, have a good one, Darcy. Thanks. Uh, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, leave the feedback in the usual spots. Give us a shout. Uh, give us a call or an email. Give us a soapbox topic that we might have a prayer of actually knowing of. Uh, that would be fantastic. That's your homework, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the TBA Podcast.